understand. He got some good news for you. Hey, everybody. Gather near. The doctor's in the house. So let them your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. It might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. The doctor is in the house. If you have a pain, call a doctor. If you have a sprain, call a doctor. Let the doctor know what you're going through. Let him tell you what's good for you because the doctor is in the house the doctor is in the house call the doctor call the doctor call the doctor call the doctor Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. This is Dr. Ron, the host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored, in our fifth season and our 41st episode of this year. Today, uh, we are uh, very honored to have uh, Professor Brian Peskin as our guest. He's a world-leading scientist specializing in essential fatty acids and a and a term that he he invented called parent essential oils and uh, how they are related to cardiovascular disease, cancer, wound care, and how fish oil is for dummies and fish oils can cause disease. This program contains general medical information and medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And I do, again, welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because neuroscience is now revealing that gratitude literally rewires your brain to make you happier. And grateful people are not only happier and less depressed, they are less stressed and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. Your diet, ladies and gentlemen, is not only what you eat. It is what you watch, what you listen to, what you read, the people you hang around. Be mindful of the things you put into your body emotionally, spiritually, and physically. They all have to do with your health. So today, when Dr. Peskin and Professor Peskin calls in, we will talk about parent essential oils, and how oxygen matters. Remember, you you can only live four minutes without oxygen, so how important is that? And Professor Peskin is a graduate of MIT. He's a scientist, and he looks at things in a systematic view. 
he re, he review he reviews all literature and and knows how to do it from a scientific point of view. So while he's calling in, I just want to remind you of um, something that was coined in 1983 called IPIDA. It was coined by Coco Butterworth. He's an anthropologist from Montreal. It means inverted pyramidal proliferation of theoretical assumptions. In essence, IPIDA is far worse than any disease that has ever plagued the human race. The building or proliferation of ludicrous suppositions built upon a pointed foundation that is both shaky and unsustainable. And I'll give you some examples of this while we're waiting for Professor Peskin. If you read anything that promotes itself to be scientific, be on the alert for the following words or phrases. These findings suggest, these findings indicate, seems to suggest, theorizes, perhaps might mean, all evidence points to, we can assume, future studies should verify, at this time it appears, many researchers tend to agree, hypothetically speaking, it's quite possible, in all probability, and many more of these, these terms. You get the idea? The use of the, these terms doesn't denote dishonesty, but only that the subject matter under discussion is not yet factual, but theoretical. So as you read articles that come out in the paper or, in your, or on the internet, look out for those key phrases that mean it is not yet func uh, factual because science is never really settled. And scientists generally welcome that their theories be challenged. So uh, we'll wait for Professor Peskin. In the meantime, what do we know about fish oils? Because fish oils are antifreeze for cold water fish. Fish that live, live in the deep water. They're the antifreeze for them. They keep their circulation going. So once they're fished and brought to the surface, and then they reach, you know, temperatures above 72 degrees, they get rancid. And then they're packaged. And they're not always in dark bottles. They're not always kept in a refrigerator. And they contain pharmacological doses of fatty acids, and we don't need that many. And that's where uh, Professor Peskin excels. He excels in that area because he did the research and came up with the term parent essential oils. And it refers really only to, to the two true essential fatty acids because all fatty acids are not essential, just like you have essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids for proteins. The omega-6 parent is linoleic acid. You'll sometimes seeing, seeing, you'll see it uh, abbreviated as LA. So that's omega-6, okay? The omega-3 is alpha-linolenic acid. You'll see that abbreviated ALA. And why does he use the word parent? It is used because these are the whole 
unadulterated, fully functional forms of the two essential fats your body demands. They're, they are the ones that occur in nature. Once you consume these parent essential oils, your body changes a small percentage, less than 1%, into other biochemical entities called derivatives. So what happens to the 99%, the rest of it? Well, we wouldn't, we'll need him to explain that. But positron emission testing, the PET test, you've heard of PET scans, it proved, it proved the fact that only 1% are needed. 25 uh, to 33% of every cell membrane, the lipids are these parent essential oils. In other words, your cell membrane is really the brain of the cell. It's not the nucleus. It's a cell membrane. And by consuming a typical American diet, these cell membranes get congested and clogged up with adulterated fat. So what happens? Remember I said oxygen matters. Oxygen cannot get into the cell and toxins cannot get out of the cell. Think about that. Oxygen cannot get in and the toxins cannot get out. So what happens? You have starvation of oxygen in the cell. And there's somewhere between 30 and 60 trillion cells. Okay. And one of the causes of cancer is lack of oxygen. Okay. So, boy, what a way, what a, what a way to, to do it to yourself by eating the wrong types of fats, taking fish oils. Okay. You deprive your cells of oxygen. Okay. So... I may have to give you this lecture myself. I don't see him uh, around as yet. Okay, here he comes. Okay, Professor. I'm here. Sorry about that. Are you there? <laughs> I am now. I couldn't get in. I think he might be there. But he Can you hear me okay? Not, we're not getting anything. Professor Peskin. Yeah, I'm here. He says we're connected. Uh, I hope you're using a headphone and a headpiece. Yeah, I am. Because if you're not, you will not be able to, to uh, we won't be able to hear you, Professor. Professor Brian Peskin, ladies and gentlemen. Just a little bit of technical di difficulty here, but he is, he's, on, he's connected on the radio board, but uh, he may not have his headset connected. Yeah, it should be. How about now? So, some of our listeners are saying they hear you, Professor. Oh, you Why can hear me now. I hear you? Now, let's take it ah, over. No idea. Okay. Hear me now? Okay. Don't know why. Now, now, now? Okay. So, I, I have a you. listener, yeah. uh, Tots. Tots, do you still hear Professor Peskin? I'm here. I'm here. Okay, because I don't. I, am, I don't I hear am him. Here. Can't hear me. I have no idea why. Professor of nutrition, Professor Brian Peskin. Why aren't we hearing you? I have no idea. 
Now, 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 now. Okay, I just put you in as an administrator, see if that helps. That's what it says. Anything now? Okay, so everybody hears them but me. Uh. <laughs> Tati, can you hear me? I hear you. I hear you fine. Okay. So, Professor Peskin hears me. Everybody hears me, but I don't hear the professor. So, uh, how do what do I do? What do I do? Uh, well, look, that, you know what I'm going to do then? Uh, from one of Professor Peskin's writings, I, it says that intellectuals solve problems, geniuses prevent them. Uh, so, uh, obviously, I'm not a genius because I didn't prevent this problem. Uh, so I have to learn how to play this game and uh, let him talk about adulterated and non-adulterated fish oils. Professor, I'm going to let you talk because everybody else is hearing you, and I'm going to try sit back and find out why I am not involved in this conversation. Okay. As an intro, there's the term EFA, and that means essential fatty acid. I prefer the term parent essential oils because there's only two types of oils that your body can't make. They have to come from food. So the first one is called parent omega-6, and that's in most of the food supply. Nature designed it that way. So most of the foods have an abundance of parent omega-6 in it. The other one is parent omega-3. Very few foods have a lot of omega-3 in it because the body doesn't want it. So lettuce does, for example. Flax seed will have some, but most don't. Like a walnut, they'll always attribute as healthy, and that's five times more paranomatics than paranomatics. So the what derivatives? If GLA, AA, EPA, DHA, which is the fish oil components that everybody's heard about. But the big problem is the adulteration of the omega-6 side. And the reason for that is can't have food smelling like fish that's gone bad because nobody buy it. So you can't have bagels and cereals and, you know, fresh foods smelling like that. You go by the seafood section in your supermarket, typically has a rancid smell, even the fresh stuff, and that's the oxidized oils going bad in the fish. They're highly reactive. They spontaneously go bad, which means oxidize at room temperature. And what are we, 98.6? So fish oils on their own are very, very bad to take, even with anything. I tell people, no fish oil at all. You don't need them. Your body makes them. So the parents make the derivatives. And the biggest problem we're getting is we're getting adulterated on the omega-6 side. We don't get adulteration on the omega-3 side because nobody is cooking with omega-3 oils. For example, you'll never ever be told to cook or bake or fry with flax oil because the omega-3 series are too reactive. They have an extra double bond. EPA has five double bonds, DHA has six. And each time you go up in a double bond, the tendency to oxidize goes way up. They're more flexible, but your body wants very, very little of that. So the derivatives make 
rather. The deliveries are made from the parents. But even before that, why the heck do we care about any of this? Because the parents are the brick and mortar of every cell. So if you have 100 trillion, 25 to 33%, a quarter to third, brick and mortar cell membrane are these parental. So there's all kinds of physicians out there saying the only things that count are the derivatives like DHA and EPA. They don't know any physiology and they need to go back to medical school or read a medical textbook and understand what makes up a cell because it's very fundamental. If they don't know that, stop right there and don't believe a word out of their mouth because they don't know what they're talking about. This is out of Harper's Illustrated Biochemistry, Basic Medical Biochemistry. It's out of any biochemistry text and physiology texts. So it is well known, not making this up, a third to a quarter are the pick. There's the defect, especially in that omega-6 side. You have 100 trillion cells that don't work. So what would I expect? Well, things can't go in and out of the cell membrane. So the first thing is hormones. Gee, do we have a hormone problem today? Actually, we do. It's called diabetes. Biggest epidemic in America, biggest epidemic in the world, no end in sight. Cell membrane won't let the insulin in, needs more and more. What's that called? Insulin resistance. Now, when you have a screwed up cell membrane, it's like plasticized. That was the hydrogenated oil. You put margarine out in a garage for a year. No bacteria, no virus, no mold, yeast, fungus, nothing. No animal will touch it because it's not food, it's plastic. So the animals and nature is actually much smarter than we are. We've been told by the medical community for years, keep margarine and don't eat butter. I'll talk about butter if people want to talk about that in the future, but it's, it's a non-issue. Make sure you get organic, but you can eat all the butter you want. It won't hurt it. So there's brick and mortar, but then they make what the derivatives. Now, what you'll hear the people that are big fish oil proponents say is, well, the delta-6 desaturase enzyme pathway is impaired in all these people, and they can't make the derivatives. And if you don't get the derivatives ready-made, like in fish oil, you're gone. Well, first thing I do is when people say there's a nutritional or medical deficiency, I go back 50 years and go, we have a deficiency when there was no fish oil around. Say 1950, 1960, nobody ate fish oil, it didn't even exist. It's a relatively new processed man-made food, by the way. No. Was there any brain problems, cognitive problems? No. Brain has DHA in it, 14%. Any visual problems in the retina? Because that has DHA in it. No. Are there any cultures that are landlocked and can't eat fish at all? Yeah, there's about five of them. Dr. Rowan told me this. Very, very good oxygen specialist and a raw foods vegan. Five cultures, landlocked, no fish, no visual acuity problems, no cognitive problems. So the fact that you need this is very, very weak. Next, you look at studies. And I only look at studies to verify the established medical science. But when you take even vegetarians that don't eat fish and measure their DHA, EPA in the bloodstream, it's 85 to 90% of what a fish eater would have. So that is not a deficient level, which means the delta-6 desaturase pathway is working just 
fine for most people. That's not the problem. The problem is the adulterated omega-6, so the body doesn't have a fully functional substrate to begin with. It just doesn't work. It's like if I take defective gas and put it in your car, the car won't work. I put diesel in your car, it won't work because it's made for gasoline. It's a different octane deal. If I put cheap unleaded instead of super premium in a Ferrari, the car won't work well at all. It'll be horrible. But the body is so good, we can be told to do the wrong things and we don't get the consequences until over time. So the body is so good it can correct, temporarily anyway, for the mistakes we're being told to make in what to eat. So the first thing that comes out is if you have a disease, diabetic, cancer, you're on chemotherapy, you're taking radiation, you drink a lot, you will have an impairment in the delta-6 desaturase. That's not to say it doesn't work. So instead of 100%, it may be 80%. So it's still not bad. You can get around that. And I'll tell you at the end what to do to make it even better. But that is not the cause of the problem. The cause of the problem is the defective parent omega-6. Now, the first derivative is called GLA, and that directly makes prostaglandin series one. It's number one. Why is it number one? Because it's the most important. There's multitude of them. There's one to... Four, anyway, a lot of prostaglandins. Number one is the most important. It's a vasodilator is the biggest thing, which is my colleague Paul Beatty always says, it opens up the pathway. So the blood flow is opened. The blood goes to the brain. Guess what? Less Alzheimer's. Less of every impairment because now all the nutrition in the blood can get to where it's supposed to go. So hardening the arteries, it doesn't get that. It is also the biggest anti-inflammatory. With COVID, for example, we've been told one of the biggest problems is called the cytokine storm. And what that is, it's an inflammatory response. So when you get this virus, your body goes, ooh, something new here, boom. The analogy would be going up to a water fountain. And instead of lightly pushing on it, just press the thing down fast, put your face over it, and the water will come up, hit you in the nose. It won't hurt. It's not dangerous, so you can do it. And then it will become normal. Well, that's exactly what's happening with your body when it gets a foreign invader it's not used to seeing, or if it's metabolically impaired, it will rush too much. Now, the PGE-1 acts like a break on that. It still works, but it throttles down that inflammation response. And that's a big, big deal. So anybody with arthritis, anybody with cardiovascular disease, anything based on inflammation, and most diseases today are known to have inflammation as the cause, even cancer. What does inflammation do? Robs all the oxygen. The way I stop most diseases, Increase the oxygen. How do I stop a heart attack? Oxygen. It's always a deprivation of oxygen somewhere in the tissue or the bloodstream or the brain that is causing the problem. So PGE-1 is critical 
and that comes from the parent omega-6. The next one that's critical is PGI-2, and that comes from what's called arachidonic acid, still an omega-6 derivative. It makes prostacyclin. Prostacyclin is phenomenal for having the platelets not stick together, not stick to an arterial wall, also acts as a, bio, as a vasodilator. So these are the exact conditions of how somebody gets a heart attack. Platelets stick together and clump so the blood can't flow. They stick to the artery wall. That's called an occlusion, thrombosis. And you have no blood flow. Well, if that doesn't happen, I don't know how you get a heart attack. The only other way is lack of energy of the heart. But that is caused by a mitochondrial problem too. And it just came out a couple of years ago. If you're taking fish oil, the fish oil gets in the mitochondria and makes the cardiolipin in it not work. And that decreases the energy of the heart by up to half. Well, that's called congestive heart failure. So anybody's thinking, oh, your body just burns up the extra stuff it doesn't need. If there's only a little bit, it can, but with a super pharmacological overdose, like in fish oil, it cannot. So there is no corresponding strong omega-3 long chain metabolites like on the omega-6 side. So everything is not equal. The omega-6 side is 20 times more important and more quote powerful than the omega-3 side. The whole thing with fish oil and omega-3 came about because fish was a waste product and you couldn't sell it to a good restaurant. Nobody buy it. So like everything, the nutritional industry comes along and goes, hmm, it's a waste product. What can we do with it? Well, we can sell it. We'll sell it as fish oil. And it took about 20 years for that to really get going because I was around at some of these shows way back when they first started. The wholesalers couldn't sell it at all. Nobody would buy it. So what do you do? You get studies going, right? That's why there's some supposedly 15,000 fish oil studies. When there should be 10, there's 15,000. The only reason you do so many is because you get something called a false positive. So the more studies you do, the more studies will appear to be successful, looking like the thing worked, when in fact it doesn't. And typically 5% of them suffer from this. So 5% of 15,000 is 750 studies appear to work that actually don't work. So fish oil has virtually no positives. They've done analysis after analysis with people in Alzheimer centers, dementia centers, doesn't do anything. Cognitive ability, take all the DHA you want, does nothing. Macular degeneration, vision problems, give them all the DHA you want, does nothing. Turns out your body only needs 7.5 milligrams of DHA a day in the brain. Take a look and see what many health professionals, I put that word in quote, because they're very unprofessional because they don't know what they're talking about, prescribes. A thousand milligrams a day, 65% of it will be active. That's 650 milligrams a day. Could be way more than that, but say 650 divided by 7.2, and that's a 90-fold overdose. That's 90 times per day with one fish oil capsule, more than you need. To put that in perspective, take 100 aspirin and call me in the morning and see how you are. Don't do it. I'm being very facetious. You'll be dead. You'll bleed to death. So 
we have these well-intended, quote, health professionals or physicians telling people to take a super pharmacological dose of what turns out to be a poison. But Ryan, we, we get some good results temporarily with it. We get better skin results. Fish oil acts as a steroid. Now ask any physician, how good is a long-term steroid? They will look at you in horror because steroids are very good short-term, two, three months tops. Very good to stop that fast inflammatory response. They shut it down, but they also shut down all the EFA metabolism. So the body is not healing itself. It's just not responding. And that can buy you something in the beginning, but you've impeded the healing. So it's a very bad way to go. You're much better off with the parent essential oils. And I told you the trick, if you have an oil with some GLA, I love evening primrose, then you bypass that delta-6 to saturase enzyme. There are other pathways, but they're not impacted as much as the delta-6 one. That's the first one. Or if you're diabetic or have cancer or any disease or, again, you know, alcohol, many things can impair it. Eating adulterated oils, for example, trans fats, interesterified oils. And you can have a little of them, but if you have a lot of them, then you have a bigger impairment. So that is the issue in a nutshell. And then we can talk about details if you like. But, Doc, if you can listen to this and uh, ask me another question. I'm sending him a little text right now and see what the next thing is. No, I can't hear. <laughs> uh, this is not a good day. I'm sorry. Okay, got a response. Thanks. So let's see if another question comes on. Can't hear anything. Doc's asking for questions. So if somebody asks a question, I'll be happy to answer it. Uh, in the meantime, a big review came out called the Cochrane Review. It's the best reviewer of medical research papers in the world, and they said fish oil was virtually worthless. New Cochrane Health Evidence challenges belief that omega-3 supplements reduce the risk of heart disease, stroke, or death. So they said this, it came out in 2018, did nothing for all cause death from any reason whatsoever, and didn't do anything. And if you ask how come, because there's no metabolic pathways that it impacts. It doesn't have PGE-1, which is an anti-inflammatory. It doesn't have PGI-2, which is a vasodilator, or making it where the platelets can't stick together. So the question you want to ask is, is there a metabolic pathway you can give me that tells how this works? In the case of fish oil, there's none. 
the only thing they'll ever say is, oh, the fish oil displaces the omega-6 because the omega-6 is bad. Arachidonic acid is bad, and this is very, very wrong. Arachidonic acid is the direct precursor to the prostacyclin that stops heart disease. So anybody telling you that, nothing more than and a worthless parrot at that, at least typical parrots are good looking and, <laughs> but these, and they come in ones. State of effect and in the dosages that it's been taking, like I said, one capsule can be 90 fold too much. You have physicians telling patients to take four grams a day, which is three to 400 times too much. It can be as much as 500 times too much on a daily basis. And that is absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. So that's one thing with uh, another one is I mentioned adulterated omega-6 in the cooking oil. Now, it's incredible. And this came out in 2017. Nature Reviews Molecular Cell Biology. That's Nature Reviews Molecular Cell Biology. How many physicians you think are reading that one? The answer is none because it's not a clinical publication. It is a scientific one. So I look at the publications many of the physicians read, like JAMA, Lancet, New England Journal of Medicine, but I also live in the hardcore science ones that they never read. So it's not their fault that they don't see this. They don't have time to see it. It's my job to look at these. So the cell membrane can actually tell a defective oil is in there. And how that is, there's thermodynamic reasons, the size and the structure of it. It knows. It's like, how did your body know to stop your hair from growing at a certain length? Um, your finger, you know, your hair. I mean, it'll keep growing, but it, 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 it slows down. How does it know to put your head on the top and your feet on the bottom? I can make the case. How would it know that? to put your head on the feet and the feet in the head. Why would it know to do one on top and one on the bottom? But there's all kinds of things, uh, not so much your, your hair growing, but the cells, every one of those hundred trillion cells has to stay the same size. That's probably the biggest amazing thing in the human body. If somebody asked me, what's the one thing that absolutely amazes you is that these things can stay constant in size because if you had hundred trillion cells, going all over the place in size, we'd be a movable jellyfish all over the place. And we're not. So the body has remarkable ability to sense all kinds of things, but never ever forget, it can sense the screwed up oils in the cell membrane. And what does that do? It keeps a chronic inflammation, which is low grade inflammation. And inflammation is the root cause of heart disease, cancer, every disease known to man. It just depends where that inflammation is. So the body can sense it. I did not see one medical journal pick up on that article in 2017. Uh, another big one, if you're taking fish oil and still don't believe what I'm saying, uh, a major paper came out. 1994, high fish oil diet increases oxidative stress potential in mammary glands, spontaneously hypertensive rats. Now, rodents metabolize EFAs the same way humans do. That's the first thing. 
Does an animal always work the same way as a human? The answer is no. But when it comes to EFA metabolism, and Dr. Land's brilliant biochemist showed this back in 1990, and the amount of defective oils going into that cell membrane, which means every tissue and organ in your body, is proportional to good over the bad. So if I'm having 20% bad oils in my diet, 20% of every cell membrane in my body is bad. If you have age spots, those brown dots on your hands, feet, face, that is oxidized oil. If they're on the hands, they're in the organs. And you cannot take enough antioxidants to stop that, especially with fish oil. The DHA in the brain stays there for two and a half years, which means, because when you look at 7.2 milligrams a day, the half-life is two and a half years. So that's a heck of a long time, which implies you have antioxidants keeping that so it doesn't go bad. Ah, so I got the antioxidants. You do until you take a super pharmacologic overdose of fish oil, then to stop all that from going bad, guess what happens? The antioxidants in the brain have to go into the bloodstream, leave the brain. Now the brain goes to heck to stop what you've just done from going bad. So it's a vicious state of affairs. But what happens automatically is auto-oxidation 26 times faster on its own than parent omega-6 does, and 42 times with iron ascorbate catalyzed oxidation compared with the omega-6. So a 42-fold, which is 42 times as much. So if I just tap somebody and then hit them 50 times more powerfully, you'll go through the wall 50 times worse. That's the impairment that the body undergoes just taking this. It is very, very bad stuff for amateurs not knowing what they're telling you to do. Now, with the omega-6, you can't get too much. When you calculate the cell structure, the body has 11 to 1 parent omega-6 to omega-3 in the body. And it's supposed to be that way. So all the foods Mother Nature has much more parent omega-6 than the omega-3 because the body doesn't want it. The average tissue, for example, the muscles is six and a half times parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. Most organs like the heart, four to one, parent omega-6 to parent omega-3. Adipose tissue, which is your fat stores, 22 to one. Parent omega-6, parent omega-3. It wants to keep a big reserve so you can go on a fast all you want. Your skin, your fingernails, 100% parent omega-6. There's no omega-3 in it. Inside lining of the arteries, the intima, 100% parent omega-6. So if you start overdosing an omega-3, what happens? The omega-3 displaces the omega-6. And that's what happened when they gave fish oil to humans. And they looked, first the bloodstream, the DHA went way up, the EPA went way up. And the comment was, this is mimicking a diabetic patient. So diabetic patients have much higher levels of DHA, EPA in their bloodstream. Do you really want to mimic a diabetic? 
I don't, and you shouldn't either. That's the last thing you want to do is become diabetic. And then in the cardiolipin, it displaces the parent omega-6 in the inner membrane, which is the cardiolipin in the mitochondria. The mitochondria are the cellular energizers. And there's up to 100 mitochondria in every cell. So there's even more mitochondria than there are cells. So if they're all deficient, guess what you have? Chronic fatigue. How many people in America are running around exhausted all the time? There's no reason for that. You should only need six hours of sleep a night, five hours of sleep a night, and go like the Energizer Bunny, but try and find someone that's doing it, unless somebody like me taking these oils, you can do it. So it's really incredible. Now, if there's, now with fish oil, it takes 16 weeks to rid yourself of the problems with the fish oil in the cell membrane or 18 weeks rather. So it's four and a half months to get rid of that. And the question is, can you stop it all at once with fish oil? Absolutely. You don't have to wean yourself off of that stuff. Like I said, it's a poison in the dosages most people are taking. Just stop it, add the parent essential oils in and you wouldn't believe how you start feeling after about a month because